Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everybody. Saturday Morning Sport continues here at Live and Local 1FM. Good morning, I'm Johnny Painter. This is Craig Stott. This is Take Two. How are you, it John? Is, yes, no worries at all. That's How are good, you, John? Oh, good. Excellent, yeah. How's your week been? It's been a good week, very quiet. You, uh, know, you know, we had V8 supercars at Bathurst. We certainly did. And I watched all of it. Mm. And, you know, the cars went round and round. They went round, round, yeah. It was a bit of a freight train at times. But yeah, 40 mm. laps each race, but yeah, yep. a bit of a freight train. But mm. it was interesting, different cars, different speeds. Yeah, exactly right, different yeah. Different parts of the track. Yeah, different combinations and team drivers. So, you know, uh, lots of faults in places. Uh, I was reading Roland Dane's comments about um, full-course yellows and all of that. And yeah. that, that last one at the end of the day that caused the uh, full-course yellow and a finish under safety, under car. safety car, they could have been... Covered by a, um, yeah. a a yellow flag on scene, and the, after the yellow, they could have raced yeah. because it was only a third of a lap into it. That was yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, mm. you yeah. were right there. Mm. But how's the week been? Been good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Been acquiring bits for my um, the Com- car that I'm working on. Lots Commodore, of, yeah. Lots of uh, parcels been arriving in the post. <laughs> 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 lots of goodies yet. So I've got a lot of jo- lot of little jobs in front of me now. It's going to be good fun. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know. I need to find somebody who's got a hoist in his backyard. <laughs> oh, I know someone. <laughs> Thought you might. <laughs> Help. And, and, a, and a set of tools. No worries at all. Might cost me a box of beer or two, this one. Oh, <laughs> I like this idea. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I had the uh, group over for the weekend at yep. Bathur, uh, from, to watch Bathurst to watch, at home. Yeah, yeah. And they turned up Friday Afternoon yeah. right through, and um, the last one left Monday lunchtime. No, it's not bad going. No, we had so a bit of a bonfire with the permit to burn yeah, off. Yeah, we had yeah. the permit. We always yep. get that every mm-hmm. year yep. for cooking. Yep, definitely. And uh, no, everything went really well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everyone couldn't complain about the food. No, great, mate. Yeah. Mm. Every Friday night, sausages and chicken kebabs and onions in bread because everyone's turning up at all different times. Yeah, so definitely. We left, the, left the barbecue chicken over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then we started Saturday morning, bacon mm. and egg rolls. You've got to have that after a few yeah, years. Yeah, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Or they had cereal. The old recovery roll. <laughs> for the week week ones. Or we also had spaghetti on toast. Mm. Lunch, we had over 80 drumsticks. Mm. Mm. And uh, Saturday night was lasagna, mm. garlic bread and salad. Mm. Would you believe Sunday after the drinking? Oh, we even watched the Blues Brothers. Right, yeah. yeah it's traditional mm-hmm. to watch the Blues Brothers. Yep. And uh, yeah, bacon and egg again. A few of them didn't. A few of them did not go to bed Saturday night. Uh huh. So bacon and egg in the morning, and again we go everything. Lunch was roast beef or roast pork, mm. potato in the jacket. Yeah. Julia had honey carrots, and we also had mm. collie and broccoli and white cream sauce, and we had mixed veggies as well. Yeah, some of my so, mates were down at the island with the World Superbikes and Australian Superbike Championships. And they reckon um, Sunday morning with all of the marshals you get a discount. And they had the uh, the bacon and egg eye opener. That's it. Yeah, because, boy, when they tell you the price, the eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> I had that at Winton one time. Yep. Uh, mm. We were staying at Mandampa when the pub yep. was there. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, we ordered, a, got a steak sandwich from Round Turn 11, the little brick mm-hmm. joint there. And would you believe the cheese was thicker than the steak? Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. Unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. Still nice, but when yep. you see the price oh. in your... You yeah, know, yep, exactly. The cheese is thicker. No but worries. anyway, it was a good weekend. So That's great, mate. Back to work Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. not too bad. Excellent, no worries. Hey, we've got a couple of great sponsors looking after well, our show, haven't we? actual fact do, yes. Yeah, really do. Mm. And uh, actual fact, I should have called one of them. Uh, yeah. Central Tyres, because one of the guys had a flat tyre. Ah. And what he had was one of the... Um, well, what to get you home. Yeah, the tyre, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little weak yep. thing. So mm-hmm. we just swapped that over, seeing I've got a hoist, would you believe? Funny about that, yeah. Mm. So I put the car up, swapped a couple, of, put a tyre over. Mm. And he was happy, but how he got that, then I found the nail in it. But yep. Go and mm-hmm. get that by a stone driveway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, be that as it may, but yeah, Goodyear Auto Care. Full set of automotive batteries. Yep. Full set of tyres. If you want a specific brand, yeah, they exactly. will get it in for yeah, you. for sure. Mm. And they service your vehicle, all your brakes and everything else like that. Front end alignments, all those. Yep, exactly. And they mm. also check all your lights. Yep, they do. Great coming bunch home, of people. Coming home from the rubbery dub, one o'clock this morning, but, uh, yeah, there was a big semi with only one headlight. Yep. Left-hand yeah. headlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trail had no lights on it either. Oh, so great, got, yeah something going on in the truck. Mm, so. Yeah. But they're still on the road. A couple are getting less and less, so that's yeah, the main I've thing. Yeah, noticed that, yeah. So maybe our words. Still out there, though. So well, goodness right. grief. Good grief, people. But Just that's good you auto care. They look yeah. after you. Just go in and see them and they'll take yeah. care. Don't be frightened. There are women there as well and they know their job. Oh, they certainly do, yep. You know, mm. They even get behind the tension wrench and yep. double check, which For is sure. good. They double check the wheel they, nuts. They back each other up, yeah. They check each other's work, and they're all very proud and happy to do that. Yeah, a lot of places I work, oh, you're checking up on me all the time. You know, no, sorry, yeah. mate. We're looking after each other. It's great, sure and they don't have that problem at Central Tyres. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. could you? Or could you? Or which one you want to call them? That's mm. it. You got to look at even you know getting an apprentice in, change yeah, change exactly. a tyre over. If a young kid doesn't know, he'll yeah. take the wheel nuts off. Yep. Put a tyre, you know, swap the tyres over as he's been informed. Mm. And put the wheel nuts in, but he might not put the taper first. That's right. Might put them on back to back. Yeah, exactly. So uh, then, mm. you know, nothing's in balance. But these people, they know and they yep. double check everything. So yeah, exactly. The, the apprentice would only do it once. You know. Yep. He you knows learn, next time. You learn all from that. And For it's sure. Mm. Best to catch it now before mm. the customer takes the car out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get them on a left-handed screwdriver. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. Or a yeah. Long wait. Mm-hmm. Long wait. Yeah, I got called out for a long wait as an apprentice. Yeah. I played pinball at the local place for about 25 minutes. The boss was screaming. I said, well, they sent me for a long wait. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do it again. No, that's it. <laughs> Can't do that, that nowadays. <laughs> exactly. And we've got another good... Mm. good we do, group. yeah. It's the Shepparton Motorcycle Group that comprises of the AJ's site and the Household Honda site, two shops in Shepparton at the moment. They're in Purcell Street. They are. The AJ site was yeah. exactly right. Well, still is. And that's uh, where I bought my Triumph way back in the day from Tom. It's uh, all the crew's still there, but it's now the home of KTM and uh, the Can-Am Spiders and uh, Segways and off-roaders and uh, all, all of those farm bikes. But if you want a, a KTM performance bike, dirt bike, kids' bike, anything like that, or even the big adventure bikes, that's the place to go. They're absolutely great people. And, and the spare parts, new tyres, chains, all the bits and pieces to maintain your bike, they've got it there and they do all the servicing work as well. And it's just absolutely fantastic. It's an absolutely great site, and uh, the new bikes, good stuff. 
go mm. up and see and him the upstairs and have the a look. The other site mm-hmm. is also the Honda. That's right. Ansel Honda. We call that the four-stroke site. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All Honda motors <laughs> exactly. are four, four, mm-hmm. four, yeah, exactly. four cycles. Yep. And run on petrol. Mm-hmm. No mix. No mixing of no oil. No changing. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So you don't get your hands all stinky and, and things yep. like that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, from all your gardening tools, whippersnippers, and garden yeah, edges. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. All the way through to your Honda motor. Mm-hmm. They go to your motorbikes, your lawn mowers. Yep. And you don't have to worry about running uh, high octane fuels in them. Just the old ninety one's good enough. Yes. Not a problem at all. That's yeah. it. So mm. yeah, they're both fantastic sponsors. Mm. Been with the station for a long time. They sure have. Mm. Yeah, and we've got to say one of our other sponsors of our station, Joe DeConza, you know, happy, yes. happy retirement, mate. Oh, hopefully, yes. Mm, hopefully we might see Joe in here later on. Uh, no, it would have been last night, I'm not sure. I wasn't listening. But our, sport, our footy show came back again this week and I think yeah, they were right. going to try and con John into com- uh, Joe into coming in. in. Yeah, go tease. <laughs> and people were stirring me last night. I'm Carlton person, yep. but I have not been to a game mm-hmm. for that long. And Carlton on a practice match lost. Mm, they did. Did the demons? Oh, you know, to you was it? <laughs> yep. oh, no, got me legging yep. it again, haven't I? It was. Mm. Yeah, watched a bit of that one. There was uh, an interesting game. I thought Carlton actually played better. Yeah. But uh, a lot of hand passing and backwards and forwards and in and outs and uh, then there'd be a, a, a steal and it'd go straight up the ground and kick another goal. You know, it was just an interesting game. I'd just like to know mm. years ago when I was. A little watching football, mm-hmm. and like Mod Guernsey had number twenty, which was Jeff Southby on it. Yep, yeah. And most footy players just kick straight up the centre. It's the closest, quickest way to the goals. Yeah, no nowadays worries, they yeah. go left, right, and centre. Yeah, Melbourne's old fullback Tazzy Bob Johnson. He'd uh, kick a drop kick coming out of fullback after a point, and he'd put it in the middle of the ground. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Mm. So anyway, how about we get into some? Oh, motor I think car we should racing. talk about some motor car racing, yeah, because that's one of the things we do. Yeah, we, we do normally talk about the supercars or the yeah. bikes and things like that. We have, we didn't talk much about um, the old Scotty McLaughlin when he moved over, but no. the old Shane Van Gisbergen seems to be doing a lot more. Yeah, he certainly has in this, this especially this Xfinity, Xfinity series. And I think this is the one where the um, the Chevy SSs or something like that, which are virtually a VF Commodore. Oh, yes, that's mm. right. Yeah, so he knows them. <laughs> so Van Gisbergen, third in Atlanta Xfinity race. Here we go. Shane yeah. Van Gisbergen has finished third in just his second race with the NASCAR Xfinity Series at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And this is written by Daniel Herrero from speedcafe.com. Thanks, Daniel. Great, great comments. Yeah, Contest came down to an overtime finish after Ryan Sieg ran out of fuel late in the piece with Van Gisbeck and called into the pit lane to top up the 97 Chevy under that final caution while the top group stayed out. <laughs> he took the restart in seventh and went to the outside with Corlig Racing team major AJ Allmendinger. Now, there's an American name. AJ Allmendinger on his inside and car 16 before they went in opposite directions in the final laps. As the cars ahead ran out of fuel, Van Gisbergen was third by the backstretch where he stayed. That's that is really good um, yeah. teamwork. Yeah, it really it is, is. Mm. strategy work. Absolutely. Well, Triple Eight has good. Yeah, for his team to team to wake up that quickly and call him into the pit lane. Yeah. Mm. The podium in race two of this season, after a twelfth in Daytona, moves the three-time Supercar champion up to ninth in the Xfinity Series standings. It was pretty wild, not knowing what was happening. He said, "But I knew we'd be good having it topped off." 
To come home with a P3, a straight car, no damage, it's an awesome feeling. I didn't have any expectations. You can't have them when you're at a new place. I just came in, eyes wide open, and tried to settle in at the start. I guess the best thing is, I don't know who anybody is yet. Having qualified 13th without any practice running at Atlanta, Van Gisbergen finished 11th in Stage 1 and 17th in Stage 2, but dropped towards the back of the top 30 during the third and final stage. Car 97 was hovering just outside the top 10 before the Sneak caution, which set up the dash to the finish. Yep, exactly right. Now, Jamie Winkup. I know him. Sick of parity talk. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Triple Eight Race Engineering Team Principal Jamie Wincup has declared that he is sick of talking about parity and it's time to move on. Here's another note from Daniel Herrero. Supercars undertook historic category wind tunnel testing in the off-season in order to ensure aerodramatic parity between the Chevrolet Camaro and the Ford Mustang. If you watch the telecast, they had a big thing all about the parody and yeah. the wind tunnel testing and how mm. they did it and what they were reading yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Which was very interesting. Mm. There is broad, broadly agreement that aero parity has indeed been achieved, although some are questioning whether the engines are yet equal in performance. And if they acknowledge that, the Ford is at least much closer to the Chevrolet than it was in 2023. Wincup's expressed his frustration, uh, frustrations before racing began at Mount Panorama on just how long the parity saga has dragged on. Triple Eight was primarily responsible for the Gen 3 race cars as the Chevy homologation team has continued to shoulder heavy burden throughout the multiple VCATs, multiple wind tunnel tests and ongoing engine work all of which was undertaken because of an actual or perceived performance deficit of the Mustang. And while Red Bull and Paul Camaros won both races, took out both pole positions for the Bathurst 500, Walkingshaw Andretti United's Chas Mostert came very close to grabbing victory in the second race from the outside of the front row and also stood on the podium after race one. While his mobile one Optus Mustang was especially slow down Conrad Strait, he looked at least predominantly set up influenced by how fast he was across the top. Mosford set the fastest lap on race one and finished 1.5535 away from victory after 40 safety car free laps in race two. Rinkup referred to that when asked if he had reason on the relative performance of the Camaro Mustang after the first 500 kilometres of racing in 2024. No, we don't because the difference in sporting parities are massive, he told Speed Cafe. Chaz was so fast down the hill and we couldn't touch him there. His car was dialed in to come down the hill and ours was dialed in at the bottom of the track. It's quite good how different the cars were. They both achieved a similar speed with very, very different setups. And that's what I'm, I'm passionate that this sport needs, that this category needs. We don't want all drivers driving the same or all cars set up the same and built the same. You want those differences, and we had that today, and it was fantastic. Ask about the next steps on the engine front. Wind Cup declared he will not be mate talking about parity to anybody. I'm sick of talking about it, and I'm not talking about it anymore, he replied. Mm. Yeah, from what I could see, the cars couldn't look even. The cars couldn't look any more even. It's definitely time to move on. As reported by Speedcalf over th over the thrifty Bathurst 500 weekend, supercars 
contract with the competitors with respect to technical parity has made its way from the confidential team racing charter into the public domain by way of changes to rule A1.4, the categories operation manual, notably rule A1.4 states, supercars is dependent upon the input of the individual homologation teams and cannot be responsible for any of those teams presenting cars and or engines for homologation that are in uncompetitive. Supercars will offer guidance to help homologation teams wherever reasonably possible. Rule 1A1.4.4 has been altered by way of the addition which draws a contrast between technical parity and sporting parity. Right. Now the 2024 season resumes with the Melbourne Super Sprint at Albert Park on March the 21 to 24. So that's not very far away. No, we might have a rest for our time. Time for a quick break, and we'll be back in a couple of moments with a little bit more talking about engine details coming to light. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Some ATVs are simply made tougher than others, like the Segway Snarler. Yep, Snarler, all-muscle, government-approved. Available in short and long wheelbase and built for the toughest Australian conditions. All this is Segway Fugelman side-by-side. Powerful 1,000cc motor, huge performance and unrivaled safety. So, two great workmates, the choice is yours. Check out the Segway Snarler and Segway Fugelman at Shepparton Motorcycle and Power Equipment, Vanilla Road, Shepparton, or visit shepparton.mpe.com.au. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter. And Craig Stott from 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. They are my my lips servicing, (laughs) computerised wheel alignment and balancing. Complete front end alignment and brake repairs. And a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Did we say Servicing the Golden Valley? No, we didn't. 1952. Central Mm. Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepton. Phone 58 219 five. What absolutely awesome people they are. They really are great people. <laughs> we have a bit of fun. <laughs> we do, yeah. And they're probably sitting back laughing at us as well. It's good fun. We might actually get them in one week. That'd, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, go and get um, yeah. Rod to come in and have a talk. See what morning. else is new, what yeah. new they're doing, mm-hmm. anything else like what that. What deals are coming up, 554, five, get three free, all that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, all sorts of things <laughs> like that. <clears throat> well, you know, with the supercars, there's Holden, Lord yep. Chevrolet, mm-hmm. Bowtie, and there's Ford. Mm-hmm. Blue Oval, yeah. The mm-hmm. Blue Oval, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, no leave it, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Although I was told, what does Ford stand for? Driver returning yeah. on foot. Yep, mm-hmm, yep, yeah. So I've been told anyway. Well, somebody else said fix or repair yeah, daily. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> yeah, well, let it go. <laughs> anyway, let's yeah, keep going. We all know. Um, Details of challenge, changes with the Ford Supercar V8 engine have come to light as the series closes in on parity resolution. This is by Andrew Van, De, Van Lewin from Speed Cafe. Translucent performance uh, of the overhead cam 5.4 litre Ford engine compared to the 5.7 litre pushrod Chev Unit looks to be one of the very few remaining questions regarding parity with the Gen 3 cars. There was evidence of a small difference between the motors at Bathurst last weekend, with the Camaros consistently slightly quicker in the speed trap down Conrad. The difference was uh, significantly smaller than it was at times last season, although given hope that a final solution is close. 
Dick Johnson Racing effectively took over the Ford engine program from uh, Herod Performance Engines late last year and spent much of the off-season revising the Ford engine spec. Amongst those changes was an upgraded fuel rail that is better optimised to the fuel injectors. The rumour mill was in overdrive at Bathurst about the injector issue with suggestions that incorrect fitment had been hurting performance in the Ford engine. Speed Cafe sources have confirmed that there is indeed a fitment issue with the injectors and fuel rails, says E-Rewinding, on the 2023 spec motor, and that this has now been rectified with a new fuel rail and is believed to have improved performance. What's the two-inch diameter or something? Probably bigger, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Might have to ask Mark Scaife like that. Mm-hmm. Gibson yeah, he'll know, yeah. Cars, yeah. Mm. The next step in engine develop is set to be a transient dyno testing in the US, which is set to take place in the first half of this year. Well, don't our dynos good enough? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> but they're also looking at do- the dyno of the engines and they rock, move the engines around as if they're simulating the yep. engine in the car itself. Yeah, true, true. You spin something around <laughs> and then you try and move. Yep, exactly right, yeah. It's totally different, so mm-hmm. they're looking at that, yep. which is, as far as I'm concerned, very minimal. But, mm, but they're again under engine braking with the engine slopping forward in the sump and all oh, those sort of things, yeah. yeah no fuel room. running in the sumps and they're the rails. Much, and, they've got the fuel pump, yeah. they've got the oil pump to drag yeah, it out. But that's right, exactly. They're talking about the pulleys moving everything around. Yeah. Mm. I think it's could, could be interesting. Yeah. In the meantime, Supercars pulled four engines post Bathurst 500 for its own assessment ahead of the Albert Park round. It's not clear whether further software or hardware changes for the Ford will be greenlit before Albert Park, or we'll have to wait until the US Dono program is completed. Yes. Mm. Okay, Roland's view. Yeah. You mentioned Roland, Dane. I did. Unpacking the Bathurst, five, unpacking the Bathurst 500. Roland Dane on the good the bad and the ugly of the Bathurst 500 and the Bathurst 12 hour. Here we go. Wow. We all sitting down? Yep. Wow. There's so much potential contest from, from the weekend at the, ma- at the mountain. I hardly know where to start. So whilst I might come back to some topics in future columns, especially given the over, overly big gap to the next supercar event, I'm going to use my favourite shorthand style to summarise Summarise a good and the bad bullet points. The good. If you don't like the way these Gen 3 cars look on the track, especially like Panorama, then please move on. The chances are you're not a real motorsports fan, so find another sport. Cars look fantastic. Teams, without exception, have done a great job of their war paint this year and they've worked with these shapes of these cars. I reckon Peter Hughes, an ex-GM exterior design manager, but brand agnostic these days, must have had a very busy off-season. In fact, the turnout of pit lane is a whole testament to the commitment of the teams. A massive tick. The hard tyre proved what most people knew already. The soft tyre may have its uses, but the hard tyre, in the absence of the in the absence of the 2021 century tyre, far better suited at racing at Mat- Bathurst than the soft tyre. They're still de- degeneration, but it's of a reasonable order and doesn't produce huge volumes of marbles that make racing all but impossible. The television pictures and the direction were superb. The TV team captured the cars moving around beautifully across the top of the track, in particular... No more constant replays and no more endlessly watching cars trundle down pit lane at 40 k's. 
Someone must have been reading the column. Bravo. Watching the trade-offs between t- between different setups, approach of Triple Eight cars and the WAE motor- MOSFET car, it's classic Bathurst, quick over the top or quick up and down the mountain. It was awesome to watch Chaz maximising the former approach. Less awesome to hear him moaning about straight-line performance when they'd chosen that route. Well done to Larco for making it very clear to viewers that they're are the choices teams make and that's done for years long may it continue well that is as i said before yep, yep. mark larkham is fantastic yep, at that. absolutely and mm. it's not just for us petrol heads he yep. also explains it for the women and the kids and people yep, who exactly. are not petrol Lay- layman's language yeah exactly mm. top 10 shootouts they never fail to work at bathurst i think they're overused elsewhere but should be kept in for the big events there's no doubt as to value at this event race two the great strategic battle. Whilst we don't have a minimum fuel drop for fuel assessing that the respective model to fuel economy is as close as I've been told, we do need a minimum of two stops. That gives us a real battle for the lead and the intensity of the was cleared from the sector and time lapse. DJR proved how to get strategy wrong by running fast, fat cars in the middle of the race when others were lighter, a big error at a highly weighted sensitive track. Now the bad. It doesn't matter which way you spin it or how much supercars try to get the in-house media and drivers to tell the audience that it's all good, Bathurst twice a year doesn't work. The crowd was visibly pitiful and equally visible down on the 12-hour the weekend before. Admit the error, don't talk, uh, talk it out. That uh, just move on. With corporate attention at Bathurst and all-time low, it's time to establish the season opener at the Sydney Motorsport Park under lights before football season gets underway. Commit to it long-term. Good comments. Yeah, Brody Kosecki wasn't there. Supercars needs to look at F1 at the moment. F1 itself has made it abundantly clear that the Christian Horner matter must be resolved one way or another without delay. The same goes for the Brody affair. Sort it. Whenever he comes back to race or moves on elsewhere, interviews that say absolutely nothing help no one and doesn't and don't deflect responsibility. Motorsport Australia was CAMS provided how not to operate a full course yellow. The loose wheel on the waters car in race one was a perfect full course yellow scenario. But MA got it totally wrong. I I hate that MA. Suddenly they're Motorsports Australia. And MA has always been Motorcycling Australia. But they've changed their name from CAMS to Motorsport Australia. That's interesting. MA got it totally wrong. Literally the second of those loose wheels was apparent on the TV pictures and race direction would have been aware of it. Before then, from the marshals, a full course yellow should have been called, especially given the nature of the track at that point. Instead, they waited over a minute, and by the time they actually did call FCY, it was almost time to end it. I watched that unfold in sheer disbelief, and I wasn't alone, as my phone can bear witness to. And I thought exactly the same thing. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm. TV commentary. It was really clear over the weekend as a whole that the, that the default base product in the box was simply tired. As soon as Garth Tander was in there, with Neil Crompton, the dynamics changed completely, and for the better. Moreover, from interactions with the desk between Garth and Jesse Yates was excellent. 
Garth knows the cards. He's driven them and he's in the box. NC doesn't try to complete with him in the expert commentator. Someone needs to grow a pair and make them change. <laughs> I remember saying that to someone else. Mm. Then when Garth Taylor is racing in the endurance events, put Greg Murphy in there. Race one, safety car finish. It's not ideal, but once in a blue moon, it can and will happen. Get over it, move on. Don't try to reinvent the wheel as such as irregular occurrences. The long-term answer is slow zones, like world endurance, for instance. But when folk are struggling to operate full-course yellow properly, it's best left for now. And now the ugly. Despite the Christmas twice-a-year-doesn't-work issue going around the mountain, uh, this time of the year, there was much that was great in the weekend. So it really pains me to have to draw attention to an otherwise unnoticed, disgraceful issue that emerged from the running of the Bathurst 12-hour and the 500 back-to-back. The practice of banning weaving behind the safety car once lights are out prior to a restart has been a contentious part of the rules here in Australia for years. Everywhere else in the world, the practice is allowed, quite sensibly, on the basis that the cars cannot overlap so no harm can be done by moving laterally. Each year, overseas drivers come out here for the 12 hours and are tripped up by this unjustifiable local rule. During the late stages of the 12-hour race, car 27, the heart of racing's AMG G3 car, running in Pro-Am, was given a drive-through penalty for weaving behind the safety car. The driver of 27 was caught out and lost a class win as a result of the said drive-through. The team over has spent over 500,000 k's to come and compete here and imagine their disgust when just a week later they see the rule broken no longer applies to Australia's premier local category. Why on earth for the biggest international event of the year, F1 apart, didn't Supercars and Motorsport Australia after the 12-hour rules to align with the not only international norms but also their own latest supercar operation manuals? Questions need to be asked as to why there are a total lack of lateral thinking applied. I only hope that the 12-hour team go back to the heart of racing team and, at the very least, apologise, offer them some substantial incentives to return in 2025. Well, we've got to be quick with the next one because in the meantime at Phillip Island, round one of the World Championship, uh, Superbike World Championship run along with the Australian Superbike Championships round one as well. Now, with this particular race, uh, was Alex Lowe's on the Kawasaki doubled up on the Motor FOM World Super Championships as he won a red flag race two at the Phillip Island GP circuit. The race winning move came on lap on the final lap of turn nine when Lowe's stormed around the outside of Alboro Batista on a Ducati at Lukey Heights. And, and that's the way it ended. So at the end of um, what was an absolutely awesome weekend down there, um, the championship standings now look like this. We have Alex Lowe on 50 points. Yep. Then we've got Nicola... Well, you'd say their names. Nicolo Beluga. He's on 41 points. And Andrea Locatelli. 29 points. Andrea Iannone. Oh, OK, 29 points. And Alvaro Bautista. 27 points. Danilo Petrucci. He's sixth in line and 24 points. Dominic Agurta. Who was that? That's it, Dominic. Dominic Agurta. He's seventh and 19 points. Top rack, Rudd's catalogue. You know, top rack, yeah. He's eighth and rack. 18 points. And Michael Vandermark. Ninth at 16 points. In 10th place, Garrett Gerloff. 15th. And then we have Sam Lowe's. On 14 points. Michael Ruben Rinaldi. 13 points. Xavier Vierge. 
nine points. Axel Bassani. Also on nine points. And Remy Gardner. On eight points. Well, there we go. Time, time for us to go. Gone yeah, quick, no hasn't worries, it? it really did. I think we'll have to do a little bit more on the um, World Supers next week. And, yeah, uh, we do. And bring up the Aussies as well. That'd be a good move. Sounds in, good. In the meantime, Johnny Payne is saying bye-bye now, folks. Thanks for having a listen in this morning. I'll say goodbye, everyone. Have a safe weekend. Mow those lawns. Get things ready for some more car racing. Absolutely. It's only a couple of weeks away. You're not wrong. <laughs> so from us, bye-bye for now, folks. Goodbye. AJ's Motorcycles are now Shepparton Motorcycles. For more than 35 years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service and advice you would find anywhere. Shepparton Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepparton train station. Shepparton Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from from 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.